This is Wrestling Caucus. I'm Peter A. I'm Smiley Ariaga. And today, we have a lot to talk about. Grand Slam from Arthur Ashe Stadium, third year in a row. The future of CM Punk, wrestling-wise. <laughs> and we'll run down uh, AEW's upcoming pay-per-view from Seattle. Grand, no, <laughs> Wrestle Dream. <laughs> uh, let's start with uh, Grand Slam. No, actually, let's start with CM Punk. So... Yeah. Earlier in September, you know what's really funny, right? So, <laughs> CM Punk's return to AEW collision was Richie's birthday, June seventeenth. Yeah, and CM Punk <laughs> he gets fired on my birthday, September second. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, CM Punk's out of AEW. What do you think? What do you think is next for him, wrestling wise? Uh, also, before I say anything, I think it's awesome. You're wearing the exact shirt I bought for you. I rushed to the AEW website the day he got fired and bought you that shirt because I knew, when are we going to buy another shirt from you? Exactly. And, uh, yeah, but, thank uh, you. I appreciate that. What my future, what I think his future is? Uh, well, uh, whether or not he goes to WWE, which I think is highly likely, uh, I just hope he's happy with his wife and just happy with him and his dog and his life because, you know... Um, I really just want the guy to be happy. Honestly, I'm not mad at him. I, you know how I've been McNulty when reviewing all the drama that happened. I'm, I, I'm not mad at him. You know, I just want him to be happy, you know, and, uh, I'm glad he's not in the same place that caused him a lot of stress anymore. Um, some people might think I'm a cancer, well, who cares? But, uh, uh, yeah, no, I, I think, I mean, look, Chicago is another, Survivor Series is going to be in Chicago. So, I mean, if I'm a betting man, he he, he could be back soon in WWE. I hope so. I, I I don't know why you wouldn't sign him unless uh, any of the Young Bucks' friends work for WWE. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I would love to see him. I would love to see him. I, 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 I love seeing him wrestle. He, he, he hasn't had a bad match, bad promo, bad anything in AEW. Like TV wise, like he, it, I love watching a guy wrestle. So yeah, yeah. So if, if he does decide to wrestle again, yeah, I could see him in WWE for one reason because he, right before he returned to AEW, he went to he was at Raw and he like you know, talked to everybody. He made it. He seemed to made amends with people, including Triple H, um, one of the last guys he spoke to before he left in 2014. So. If that didn't happen, then I wouldn't – I'd say he wouldn't be in wrestling because yeah. I, I think that, yeah, it, it would be great to see him back in WWE in November. But it, the thing is in WWE, WWE has a lot going on right now. Um, like when you look at Roman Reigns and you look at the bloodline and then there's Cody um, and then there's The Rock possibly, CM Punk is, is not going to be the main event at, at that whatever – this coming WrestleMania, it's not going to be CM Punk closing the show. Like, it just won't be because it shouldn't be. He could steal um, the show in any match he's in, I'm sure, but he'll still be know. on the card. Yeah, he could still be on the card and like sell thousands of tickets too. But like, what they, if CM Punk comes into WWE at least for the first like year or two, they should do with him like what they should have done with Rey Mysterio in the sense that they should treat him like a special attraction. You know what I mean? Bring him in yeah. for the, at first, bring him in for the big, big shows only. Right, bring him Raw Rumble, I guess the Saudi shows, right? SummerSlam, WrestleMania, right? For like big special matches. Then, after all, you know, stories wrap up, 
you can fit him into a title picture and he'll main event WrestleMania or something like that down the line. If he decides to continue on with wrestling for the, you know, into you know the next couple of years or so. Um, because when you look at what they're doing with Logan Paul now, that should, that should be Rey Mysterio, to be honest. Like, and that should yeah. be punk. You know what I mean? Like, cause these guys are attractions, right? They're special I mean, attractions. You know what I mean? I mean? Like, look, CM Punk was selling T-shirts the day he got fired. Yeah, people know that he's a draw. Don't like he's they're not gonna let the propaganda. Obvious. Don't let the people don't let the propaganda fool them. Like, like they know he's a draw. Like, you know, like, and I, I think you asked me a while back, like when we were planning this, you asked me if he might be back in AEW. The reason why I see him going to WWE before ever going back to AEW, because well, look, when he was in AEW, right, um. The day, on his way to Wembley, he was he thought he was on his way to a peace summit with, you know, the elite. And he tried to make amends. Those efforts were rejected. In WWE, he wanted he he said sorry to Triple H. He said he 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 you know made amends with the Miz. The only person that kicked him out of the locker room was Vince. Hit, but other but despite that, his efforts of making peace weren't rejected there. So I think. I see him going to WWE first. That's why. And I honestly, uh, Bret Hart came back to WWE. Yeah. You know I mean? And they brought back Hogan Hart- after he said the N word. <laughs> they brought back Hogan. Hogan came back. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of people have have come back after they said, oh, "I'll never be back here again." Sid went back to WCW after getting into it with Arn Anderson in the hotel yeah. room in the early '90s. So, stranger things have happened in wrestling. So. Yes, it's possible for him to be back in AEW if they're still around in a couple of years. And it's possible for him to go to WWE. But also, when you look at the the talent picture, and not just the talent picture, just like what WWE is financially, um, they don't need a CM Punk. Would CM Punk be helpful to WWE? Absolutely. Hell but I yeah. think with CM Punk, a CM Punk, they should treat, he should only be used sparingly. Until the moment calls for him to be a part of something major, like a main event at WrestleMania. I don't think the guy's going to try to outwork people who are on the card every week. No. Like, you know, you, in fact, a guy like him should only be wrestling on pay-per-views. Like. Sure. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. Like, but uh, yeah, like. It, show and, and, like, TV to do a promo, what, what he's brilliant at. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, listen, like if he's there. He's not going to fade into obscurity because he, he's too good. People like him too much, whether they want to admit it or not. You know, like not even that, not even not even that fade into obscurity. Just uh, I don't want to over. He shouldn't be overexposed. Oh, well, of know? course not. No, I, on the uh, people like veterans, people of people who have as much skin in the game as him wouldn't want to be overexposed. That's not, a, you know, so I, I don't see that happening. But yeah, I. Uh, in any shape or fashion, I would just love to see him back doing what he does best. Same, yeah. You know? um, but like in life, I just hope CM Punk is doing all right. Yeah, know? yeah. That's all. Know? That's really. It. But just you know, for wrestling, as a wrestling fan, if he does come back to wrestling, you know, um, there's more than enough for him to do. There's a lot. There's a lot that he wants to do that he hasn't done yet. So there, there's that. And I feel like you know, judging what what, what people that you know in AEW have said about him after his departure, it seems like CM Punk has a lot of unfinished business in wrestling. So that's good. That's a good sign. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I mean, 
Yeah. I don't think he has to prove that he's not a psychopath because he's not. No. no. <laughs> like. No. So. Um, okay. Grand Slam, third year in a row at Arthur Ashe, and we've been at every single Grand Slam, and I can should, say yeah. maybe. Yeah, maybe you can disagree or agree, but this has probably been the best Grand Slam. I th- I think the main, at least the main dynamite card. As an overall dynamite, yeah, this is one of the best. And, and like and, and like counting the live experience, I have a lot to say about the live experience. This is definitely my my favorite live experience going to Grand Slam. But the thing is, the first Grand Slam, nothing nothing will ever beat seeing the atmosphere of Danielson and Omega and CM Punk versus Hobbs. Nothing will beat the atmosphere of those two matches, but this overall show is one of the best live experiences I've been to a wrestling show, period. I would agree. I actually would agree 100%. I think the atmosphere for Brian Danielson and uh, Kenny Omega and CM Punk just being there because he returned to to wrestling a month prior to that. So it was still kind of like, we were like, whoa, this is crazy. This was his return to New York. Yeah, this was a that was a big fucking deal, and if, if but yeah, no, look, and the second Grand Slam, I always tell you this, I feel bad. I know I enjoyed the second Grand Slam, but I feel bad because I was kind of crabby that night because CM Punk just got suspended for the first time at AEW. I thought I was going to see him, and I didn't see him, but I felt better seeing Cesaro and no Claudio live, and this seeing Claudio live at this show with Eddie Kingston, holy. This is a divergent, but not really. My friend Mario has a friend who drew and who he they put together an art piece like uh, for Eddie Kingston and Claudio, and Eddie Kingston liked that post. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Eddie Kingston really like gets in with the fans like online and stuff. Like he's really you know. Yeah, he's he's very. I mean, he said in his promos. uh, I think it was a year ago. I think I think it was leading up to the Jericho match at Revolution, which was awesome. Um, he cut a promo saying uh, some fan went up to him and said that they were going to kill themselves, but after meeting him or seeing him wrestle or something like that, they decided not to. That's crazy. That's insane. And then Eddie Kingston also had struggles with mental health too. Because remember that that piece that he wrote? Um, I think it was right before Full Gear 2021, which was unbelievable. On Forbes. Fucking Forbes. Yeah, yeah, it was Forbes. Forbes. Yeah, yeah, that was unbelievable. So, yeah, talk about um, – your live experience for this year's Grand Slam. It was awesome. Every, like, every, look, we were both wearing, I was wearing a CM Punk shirt. Every fan we encountered, no matter what shirt they were wearing, uh, they were all fucking nice. They were all so nice. They're all so cool. Everyone was so nice. Like, usually in wrestling shows, you always get to meet some nuts. We did see some nuts. Like, you know, there are some guys who tried to walk in front of us who thought, who thought it was general admission and thought they could just sit in <laughs> anywhere. And we were just like, um, okay, we didn't say anything. But then security was like, yo, guys, come on. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> security was like, like, I don't know where you're supposed to be, but you're not supposed to be here. I, let me give you an idea of how amazing our seats were. We went to the bathroom. And even in the no. bathroom, we were having good no, conversation no. with fans. Yeah. We saw the guy with a cool Pepsi Phil shirt. He was like, oh, we're talking about, oh, man. Yeah, no, it was great. No, again. While we were in the fucking bathroom, John Moxley came out, did his entrance, and uh, our dad told us this. He stood on my chair while I was in the bathroom. Yep. And he was still close to us during the match. It, like that's how good our seats were. I'm like, no, no, no. And plus, like, people who were sitting around were so cool. It was, it was just a great 
Cho. Like, all the stuff that I see in Dynamite that I usually don't like was overshadowed because I was just having a great time. Yeah, and it was, uh, you know, like, that experience of meeting those fans in the bathroom were, <laughs> was, was great. Usually people think wrestling fans are just they're looking for dirt and they don't, you know, you know what I mean? But it was cool to see fans actually, you know, discuss actual things happening within wrestling and not like, okay, this person is doing this shady backstage, which whatever, if fans like to enjoy that, but I, I don't really care about what's going on backstage unless somebody's hurt. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't really care unless somebody's being an actual jerk. It was a great experience overall. It really was like, okay, AEW's putting on great shows, and I understand why I'm a wrestling fan. It was it was so much fun. This is a great yeah. experience. No, plus, but, and, and even guys we were disagreeing with, we were having a good time with. Like, you know, uh, we were joking. We, 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 the wrestling between Eddie Kingston and Claudio was so damn good that yep. we were, like, joking, like, oh, geez, like, why are these guys wrestling for? It's flip. And there are guys next to us who thought we were serious for a second, and they started laughing when they realized we were joking. Uh, Eddie Kingston, Claudio... Uh, Claudio Castagnoli, ROH title, winner takes all. And also for the the world strong <laughs> champion, the, the world strong, strong, never open weight strong, title strong, strong open weight champion, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was a mouthful. But uh, what do you think of this match? Yeah, for, the, for that title and the uh, ROH title, where it was amazing. That was like an incredible opener. It could have easily main evented. Uh, it like, they... Like, no, oh my God. The wrestling was obviously fantastic. Eddie Kingston, Claudio, like, this made up for the fact that I never saw their ROH title match live. This was, in fact, I want to ask you a question. How would you compare this, like, you know, how would you compare this match to your to your live experience of watching them in ROH? Uh, you know what it was? Everything I liked about it, it just carried over. They oh. just reprised into this one. Okay. It was like a, uh, like an all Japan triple crown tribute match. That's what it was. But even more, a little bit more hard hitting, you know, cause remember those punches they, they threw at each other? Like, Oh my goodness. No, it, uh, it was, was great. Like there was one uh, part where Claudio wasn't like, he wasn't like, he, he, he was kind of like uh no selling Eddie Kingston's chops. So Eddie Kingston just fucking decked him. Yep. Sounds like was- a all Japan title. Yeah. Sounds like a Misawa Kawada type of match. Yeah, exactly it, it, was, it was astounding. It was it, this match was great, and everyone was just so happy for Eddie. Uh, well, Eddie won. He beat him. It was yep. oh, but this the promo that it the it was a pre recorded promo. The promo they showed of Eddie Kingston, like it was the exact opposite of how I felt about that fucking Roddy Strong sketch. I'm gonna call yeah. it a sketch. In the, in the hospital room, quote unquote. But the Eddie Kingston promo, like, this is what I... If, this feels like a wrestling show. It was Eddie Kingston looking at the camera, saying, New York has got my fucking back. I'm not doing it justice, but man, everyone was hyped. Yeah. Everyone was hyped. I know I was. Yeah. Yeah, like that, man. <laughs> That's the thing, like, uh, even the stuff I didn't like in this car, like, was kind of... I forgot, because I was just so, like, blown away by this match. It was great. Uh, Jericho, Sammy Guevara. Oh, this uh, uh, went a little too long, and um, the finish was kind of fucked up because okay, the finish on paper could have been really cool, 
because uh, it pretty much Sammy won for a shooting star press into a codebreaker. The problem is <laughs> barely the side of Jericho's knee hit. It, it, it didn't connect, but Sammy sold it anyway, and, it, and the match ended. But it connect, it looked, no, it did connect. It just he didn't get all of it. He didn't get all of it. Like he, yeah. he hit his knee. He got his. He, he didn't get all of it, but he got some of it for it to look effective. I thought. Yeah, at least from our angle. But the thing is, when when they replayed it, they showed how much he missed it. Like, no, from our angle, it looked fine. But the thing is, when they replayed, I was like, oh, ooh. but. It, it wasn't Look, as, as long bad as you connect with the knee, it's fine. As long as you're yeah. not ten feet away, like uh, Max Caster <laughs> last year. Oh well, well that. Ooh, oh yeah, boy. He was, uh, yeah, he was in Valley Stream while <laughs> he was in you know freaking Ronkonkoma. You know, <laughs> but um, yeah. in this match, yeah, it could have been like like five minutes shorter, but it was fine. Yeah, yeah, it was, fine. It was like a, yeah, it was good. I I thought it was good. You know, it wasn't. You know, it was good. It was. Jericho is a great. Uh, he's still really good live, especially. Yeah. Uh, Guevara is good, especially when he's in the ring with a Jericho. You know, he doesn't do. He, he does very well together. I, I think. No, they do. They do work very well. Yeah, together. yeah. I like, thought it was really good. Yeah, there was. Yeah, I mean, you know, the match before was better, and you know, yeah. but it wasn't bad. It was. It was just exactly what it was supposed to be. I thought. Oh yeah, yeah. but I, I, I'm with you on that. If it was like five minutes shorter, I would have been happier. But yeah, yeah, pretty good. Um. This match, this next match was very good, except that, you know, Moxley got hurt. And I'm talking about Ray Phoenix, John Moxley, AEW International Championship. What'd you think? I thought it was really fun to see Moxley beat the shit out of Phoenix live. Every time Phoenix tried to do some stupid bullshit that he does, Moxley just beat him up. And, like, <laughs> that's why I thought the, the dichotomy of the match was, and I was enjoying it. Ray was the lucha door, and uh, Moxley was the brawler. That's yeah. what it was. And, uh, but the thing is, like, uh, Moxley, he got concussed during the match. Yep. And what ruined it for me was, like, he did not only a pile driver, but a very, like, not the safest looking pile driver. And he did it twice to him. Twice. Like, this guy's already concussed. Why would you do the, by the way, Rick Knox sucks. Let's, like, I think we can all, like, I think the jury's out, right? <laughs> like this guy sucks. Like yeah, I think I, after the first pile driver, count, go home. That was it. Easy, easy. You could have did a knockout finish. Why did you have to touch him again? Why did you? Why would you have to bring him up to his feet again? I think he's concussed. Like anything else, anything, anything else, but what they did could have been better. I, I don't know. This is just from Oxley. Yeah, I mean, he's all right, but like the, that ref, go home. Just go Sucks. home. Well, we know why he's there, and he's gonna have a job there for life as long as long as the Bucks are there. But oh, oh yeah, Renee Paquette walked right by us, but obviously we couldn't fucking say hi. I saw her in her eyes. Yeah, she looked pissed, like she or worried. Like I, it was. Yeah, it was, was mad too. He was yeah. mad too. Yeah, like, like what are you doing? Uh yeah. like. But other than that, this match was was really good. It was fun. It was really fun. <laughs> like I, I just thought at first I thought they fucked up the finish. Then I heard that Moxie was hurt. Then I got really just sad. Like I was like, "Fuck, man." Yeah, honestly, this is actually like you know, uh, Ray winning. You know, just kind of calling an audible. Um, it's good for him because he actually wrestles internationally. 
<laughs> he goes to Triple A. You know what I mean? So it's perfect for him to defend the title um, at a Triple A show or what have you. You know, and you anybody can have a good match with Ray Phoenix. I mean, come on, like I think that's the point of this title. You know, put somebody that's like someone that people like, that people can get behind and pay tickets to see. And you'll get a good match out of him. That's the story of this title. Yeah, that anyone was who, who can keep him yeah. grounded. I did. I do remember he had a pretty good match with him and Nick Jackson. Yeah, uh, that was years, great. Years back. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, if they do uh, that again, awesome, fine, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, oh, like, always, um, when Moxie's better, you know, they could always do the rematch at the you know full gear if he's okay for that. You yeah. know, why not? You know, sell some tickets out of this. That's you know, that's fine. Moving on to one of the most entertaining matches of the night. It wasn't oh. this match wasn't like the greatest technical wrestling match, but it was it was one of the most entertaining matches. What and that is Soraya versus Tony Storm for the AEW Women's Title. This thing was so amazing. Uh, what did you think? Tony Storm is fucking amazing because like she now had like not only she she always been a great wrestler, but she now she has character to back it up, and it's it's fantastic. Like she's easily a better promo than pretty much everybody. Uh, better, she's a better promo than Soraya. Better promo than anybody in the fucking what was Outcast? Yeah, she plays the part and she looks the part. Yeah, you know she looks like Marilyn Monroe and she comes out the you know the the film noir thing. I think it's just great. And the shoe throwing stuff is just awesome. And one of the my favorite spots of the night is she goes for she kisses Soraya, and I think she goes for a power bomb right after that. And then goes for that should have been the I wish that was the finish but it wasn't but yeah um I, I th- this match was so much fun I think Tony Storm should have won this but this was a this was very fun to see live and it was just like okay this is somebody who's really just like stretching out and evolving a character I'm cool with Tony Storm losing only because Soraya literally just won the title I would give it a bit like she the, Soraya won the title in a big way in Wembley I would I, I would give it a little bit. But like I, I see eventually her being champion again easily. Like I, I don't yeah, I don't see anyone else qualif- as qualified as her other than Cheetah or like uh yeah, yeah I, I don't see anyone as qualified as her, honestly. Yeah. She's better than Brick Breaker. Brick Breaker is a great promo, but Christ, it, Tony Storm is a good promo and a great wrestler. Yeah, so, yeah, you could, that that could be a match down the line too. Yeah, good, good. Sam right. so GF Samoa Joe, AEW World title, main event of Dynamite. Um, I absolutely love this match. It was phenomenal. What'd you think? This match was absolutely fantastic. Like, yeah, yep. despite what I, despite what I just said, see, I, I wasn't even mad. I was like, oh, the baby face is cheating. It's kind of funny, but cause he's so over here. So no one cares, but my God. Yeah. This match, like, look, how can MGF and Samoa Joe be a bad match? You have to try and make this suck. And they, they this was awesome. Like MG. Oh my God. When MGF fucking picked up Samoa Joe and powerbombed him, everyone, like, lost it. Yeah. Everyone was like, oh, yeah, well, he's very strong. And, like, and Samoa Joe was just beating the absolute Christ out of him. Like, <laughs> And I never I never imagined, because MGF was so good at just being an asshole the last couple of years, MJF kind of uh, in, in peril. And the crowd, like, legitimately worried about him because of this monster Samoa Joe. Man, MGF was so good in that role. He was perfect. He was selling. He was Man, selling. He was, he was great. He was so good. He st- and I love uh, the build to this match. Was, it was so simple and brilliant. Because um, he, he pushed. Remember, I think it was at All Out. Smojo pushed MGF the same way he did 
when MJF was an extra at that takeover in Brooklyn. <laughs> and then Samoa Joe put him in the front face lock. <laughs> they, tried, they pretty much redid the brawl between him and uh, Punk and Jack Perry. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, Samoa Joe is just shouting out his boy. That's nice of him. <laughs> like, that was incredible. <laughs> that was the one reason why I was sad I didn't see all of all out. Because I, when I saw that clip, I'm like, damn, that would have been cool to see live. That's funny. And um, Max uh, reprising uh, <laughs> this uh, the Scott Steiner oh, math promo from TNA, and what what's funny is that that's what Scott Steiner said against Mojo. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, so yeah. It was just it was perfect, and like no. the, the whole idea of this match was, you know, M- Samojo doesn't really respect him yet. He still sees him as that kid from that he shoved <laughs> in NXT, but he's become one of the most MGF was like, I am one of the biggest stars in this company, and I am like 26. You know what I mean? So, and the crowd loves him, and he's come a long way. He's not just a kid anymore. You know what I mean? Um, he's getting so good so fast. You saw, like, you remember when uh, uh, they showed that uh, the promos? This was another good promo, not skit. It was a yeah. good promo with Adam Cole and MGF pulling up in the MGF's awesome car. And MJF, as soon as he gets out of the car, Samoa Joe! <laughs> and, he start, and he starts going off on him. Off. Great. It was great. Just great. It was great, yeah. It was just good stuff. Just great. <laughs> and the finish was just awesome. Yeah. He, um, he took, what was it, like a wire? No, I think it was tape. It was tape. It was tape. He ripped tape off of his hands and he choked him out. He said he was going to choke him out, right? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. and he's and yeah. thinks Samoa Joe was protected because MJF kind of cheated. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you can do a rematch. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. And Joe shook his hand. Yeah. yeah no, that's see, another thing. This is a show of respect. Yeah. You know, because Claudio and and, um, and Eddie Kingston notoriously aren't, you know, they, they aren't very, they, they, they aren't, uh, you know, chums, you know, let's no, just say. They aren't no. buddies. They, <laughs> but they shook each other's hands and because they, they beat the shit out of each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like a wrestler thing. You know, you beat the fuck out of somebody and. You, you you gotta respect them. You know you you respect them for putting up with it or something like He's that. He's not my cool. friend, but they still showed respect to each other. Like you know, Ed Claudio did business with Eddie, and Joe was like, you know what? I don't like you, but I respect you. I like you. I, it's fine. Like you know, no, it was great. No, like, that those first two hours of that night were absolutely astounding. Yeah, it was, it was so much fun. Rampage. Okay, I'll, I'll say it's about Rampage. Okay, so they did the two hour rampage grand slam. Right. But here's what AEW did. That was great because they don't have the dark shows anymore. Right. Good riddance. Thank God. But what they did was they filmed some of it before they taped dynamite. Then they filmed some of it after dynamite. So the crowd wasn't totally wiped. So you're there for like a solid four, four hours and change, which is okay. Um, that being said, there's a few things from rampage. I want to talk about. I know you had something, but here's the, the first thing. Okay, so it's Hannah and Ortiz, right? In real life, they're they're not on the best of terms. And in storyline, they aren't either, right? But um, I thought they did a good job of potentially setting something up for them to to tussle soon, either at the, another pay-per-view or another AEW or another collision. I don't know if you watch Collision, the latest collision, but um, Ortiz did a he did a follow, they did a they did a little vignette of him talking about that, you know, um, their, their whole situation. I thought was really good. I'm like, okay, so 
I usually don't love when like when you take things from real life a little too much and you make it into a storyline. But in this case, it's like, okay, it's nothing too, too personal. You know what That's I mean? What professionals do. It's what professional wrestlers do. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, all we, all we know as the fans that these two don't, aren't on the best of terms anymore. They were friends, but now they're not really friends anymore. That's okay. So I don't know about you, but I'm curious to seeing where this is going to go. Or do you prefer these two to be a tag team? Look, I'm all for having an actual tag division in AEW. You know, two on two yeah. matches. Not, I don't, I don't care for the trios shit at all. Look, on a perfect world, I would like to see the Usos together, but they WWE thinks they're better apart. I don't, I disagree. Uh, well, here's the thing: that storyline. This, it's just even more sad because knowing Santana and Ortiz are, you know, not in the best of terms. I don't know if them being a tag team is in the foreseeable future, but if they can be professional and have a good feud, I don't mind that either. Cause look, Santana is incredible. Santana. He's at, he has everything. He's a great wrestler. Phenomenal promo. The only thing I look back on with the inner circle are the Santana promos with him with the eye patch. And he made it not goofy. Yeah. He told that guys. story about his uncle. Yep. I Yo, remember that. Yeah, yep. Santana is incredible. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I'm curious to see where this is going to go, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing from Rampage, and you could tell me what you, you know, um, there there was one thing that really just puzzled me, just like, okay, I guess you're going that way, was the four-way match for the Ring of Honor Tag Team title match, opportunity, title shot, whatever, at WrestleDream. It was The Righteous... Who I, I don't know who they are. I give AEW credit for running a vignette on them on Collision. Best friends, the Kingdom, and the Hardys, and the Righteous One. So you went with the team that no one's ever heard of. Um, even though the Kingdom is the obvious way to go with this, the Kingdom is aligned with Roderick Strong. MJF is aligned with Adam Cole, and Adam Cole is aligned with Roderick Strong too. That was that's an easy story to tell. That's something that's what the people want to see. And when the freaking righteous guys won, like the air was sucked out of the arena. No one cared. No one cared. cared. These are the thing. The kingdom, not only are they aligned with Adam Cole and MJF in storyline, and yours are not only could there be a reason to get those stupid fucking ROH tag titles off of them, like also the kingdom are great. Yeah, Matt Bennett and I forgot. I feel bad. I forgot Matt, the other Matt guys. Matt Taven and Mike Bennett. Matt Taven. Matt Taven and Mike Bennett. Yep. They're great. They're actually those are the only guys I remember in that damn match, other than the Hardy. In fact, I think that match instead. Of, you know, I hate four way tag matches for Christ's sake. That yeah. could have been. That could have just been the Kingdom versus the Hardys. Sure. And the Hardys could have put them over. Like, I don't know. I didn't care about that match at all. Because there's so like when there's more than two tag teams in a match, I don't care. It's it's I hard to follow. Care. It's hard yeah. to follow. Yeah, it really is. This match is gonna be on pay-per-view. I don't necessarily want to pay to see Adam Cole MJF versus the Righteous. Both individually, even as a team, Adam Cole and uh MJF on a card is you're gonna get my money. But you can't tell me like this is like what you would do for pay-per-view for a tag team title match. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you know, you know what I mean? 
No, I don't know. I, I don't like, like it. But one sometimes in AEW, one plus two, someone some someone comes up with fucking seven. It's seven, or it's fish, or it's yeah. uh, like you know, what the- isosceles triangle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, God! Oh my god! It's um, just like it's it's not that hard. Sometimes, sometimes it's not I, that hard. I get what they were doing. I get the intention. The intention is to get new faces on, but you got it. Sometimes, right now at that moment, it wasn't the time for the righteous. You What's know, like the road what the to hell paved with good intentions. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, if you look what FTR is doing with the, with the, the AEW titles, wrestling randos every week. No. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. I'm no. Sorry. Nope. The nope. open challenge business, uh, sorry. No. No. Reserve not- title matches for top, top contenders. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But anyway, let's go to Seattle because Wrestle Dream, that's the next pay-per-view for AEW, October the 1st. So we'll start with another four-way tag match to determine the next contenders to FTR's AEW World Tag Titles. And we have the Bucks, the Guns, Lucha Brothers, and Orange Cassidy, and Hook. Who do you got? The Bucks? Wait, how many teams are in that damn match? Four. So you got the Bucks, the Guns, Lucha Brothers, and Orange Cassidy, and Hook. I'm going to go with Hook. I just want Hook to win. Orange Cassidy and Hook versus FTR? I mean, I would rather see that. I mean, like, I mean, I guess on paper, like, it wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing the Young Bucks and FTR again. Uh, because, like, like, the best Young Bucks match I've ever seen were with the FTR. But it's just, like, like I said, it's so hard to care about a tag match with more than two tag teams in it. Like, uh, it I would love to see FTR and the Bucks again. At, in LA? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. At uh full gear. And that'll be good. Get their win. Sure. <laughs> they can get their, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the hometown? Sure. Why not? Oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The guess the Bucks are winning. <laughs> okay. They, they can win that. Or yeah. you can you can, you know, you can go with the guns too. You know, like the, the Bullet Club Gold is on a roll and Jay White is is on a hot streak right now. Oh yeah, you, you can give it to them that. too. Like, I love Bullet Club Gold. I love them. You got you got the Lucha Brothers. You put the Lucha Brothers in with anyone. Lucha Brothers and FTR, that that should be amazing. And you got Ray Finks with the international title, so you could do that too. But Orange Cassidy and Hook, no. Um, I love them individually. It should not be a team. No, it should. Oh be no, 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 no! Because you said Hook, and I did, and I automatically just like because you said there's so many damn tag teams, and I'm like, oh well, I like to see Hook win. But um, oh, if it's against FTR, uh. Yeah, either the either Bullet Club Gold or the Bucks, but I'd rather yeah. probably Bullet Club Gold because Bullet Club Gold was that was the only thing our live experience was missing. I really wanted to see Bullet Club Gold, but I know. Wait, oh yeah, they're Collision guys, aren't they? No, they were there. Bullet Club Gold was that? Yeah. When? Maybe I'm bugging. I don't remember seeing the Ass Boys or 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 Jay White and. No, they're not. No, they, I don't I'm think right. you're right. You're right. I saw somebody brought out a cardboard of Jay White. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that was Never great. Yeah. They were not there. Yeah. So probably the Bucks, because in L.A., you know, the Bucks on the card in a, in a title match. Sure, you could do two out of three falls. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm open to that. Uh, but the, I'd be happy with the guns too. Okay, Chris Statlander and Julie Hart TBS title. Uh, for Wrestle Dream. Yeah. 
Chris Statlander and Julia Hart. I'd rather see Sky Blue in that position, but uh, Chris Statlander can she can work well with a pencil. Like she's really, I love Chris Statlander. Oh, I love Chris Statlander so much, man. I was yeah. really happy to see her live, even though she didn't wrestle a match per se. It was, uh, but she did. Uh, she teamed with Orange Cassidy and Hook versus, um, who was it? Who was it? Yeah, it's a good question. Oh wait, was it a who was who the hell did they wrestle? Who the fuck did they wrestle? I'll, I'll pull it up. Who the hell did they wrestle? Oh <laughs> uh, shit! This is a problem, oh, man. Like, <laughs> who did they fucking wrestle? Oh, it was um. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, it was Angelo Parker, Anna Jay, and Matt Menard. That's oh yeah, how can how can we forget Angelo Parker <laughs> and Matt Menard? <laughs> I love Anna Jay, but how the hell can we forget those two, right? How can we forget oh, those okay. two? Yes. Okay. Um. <laughs> So Chris Statlander, Julia Hart, who do you think is winning this one? Chris Statlander. What? Julia Hart's going to be Chris Statlander? Yeah. The girl with the yeah. spooky hat is going to be Chris Statlander? They've been, beat it. They've been uh, protecting Julia Hart, I guess, to set her up for Chris uh-huh. Statlander. Because she beat Kara Hogan uh, decisively on Collision. So, and Brody King issued the challenge to Chris Statlander in Seattle. Uh-huh. So, there you go. Uh-huh. So... And I say Chris Statlander is winning. Maybe she'll wrestle like Britt Baker or somebody and lose it or something. Well, you could give Julia Hart the meaningless title and then have Chris Statlander go for the world women's title. Oh, no. You don't want titles meaningless. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, I guess. No. Yeah. Um, Not meaningless. No, you got to protect that title. Yeah. Okay. So I think Chris Statlander should definitely win. Um, Oh, here's a good one. Eddie Kingston. And Shibata for the and, Ring of Honor title and the Strong Openweight title. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. Uh, seeing Shibata, see, this is the first match that Shibata has come back to wrestle. What I actually want to watch because up, up until now they've been having Shibata wrestle just guys who aren't really on his level. Well, you wrestled uh, Wheelie Yuta at the Ring of Honor show. Oh my did? God! Yeah, that oh. was excellent. That was a very, very good match. It was for the it was uh, pure title rules. Yeah, so we're gonna oh, probably beat title. the Christ out of him, didn't he? Yeah, it was it was excellent. Willie Uta, he's great. Willie Uta's great. Um, yeah, he's not a superstar yet, but like, you know, it was really good with Shibata. You know, yeah. So Eddie Kingston and Shibata, you know, you have a star, you have another name guy. So this should be very good. Um, yeah, yeah, I would really want to see that. I would love yeah. to see that. Here's a match that. Um, I know you're not gonna, you know, do jumping jacks over, but I think this will be very good. Christian Darby Allen for the TNT title, two out of three falls. Who do you think wins? Yeah, I don't like Darby Allen, but uh, I, look, listen, like I, I, I love Christian. <laughs> I love Christian so much. So uh, Me too. he can work. Look, if if you told Christian you're gonna wrestle your belt tonight. It's going to be good. (laughs) It's going to be great. Like, so it's fine. Yeah. Darby Allen will, you know, do what Darby Allen does and (laughs) jump around the ring. (laughs) Who do you think is going to win? Eddie Kingston or Shibata? I I don't want to see Eddie Kingston lose his titles right away. But then again, if there's anyone who could beat Shibata, I I would. Okay. I saw Orange Cassidy beat Shibata and that puzzled me. But Eddie Kingston beating Shibata is not the worst thing. Eddie, Eddie uh, Eddie Kingston should not be losing right now. No, no, he shouldn't. So, yeah, he should win easily. Yeah. 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 Okay. Next. Oh, yeah. Here's a good one. Jericho and the Golden Lovers 
versus uh, the Don Cowles family, uh, Takesha, Sammy Guevara, and Will Ospreay. Oh. Six man. So, okay. Uh, well, look, I, I love Takeshna. I love Omega. Uh, and I love, uh, yeah, I love those two <laughs> so much. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited. That, that sounds good. And, you know, as long as Will Ospreay is grounded, I, I, I don't mind seeing him. Uh, uh, I, this <laughs> I, w- I would honestly have to say, at least for this one, I have to say the Don Cal's family has to win this one because Will Ospreay is like on a roll right now. And he's wrestling Zack Sabre Jr. in a couple of weeks. So I don't know if Will Ospreay is going to lose here. Or maybe if the Don Cal's family lose, Will Ospreay would not be taking the pin. Um, yeah, probably not. Like, I yeah. hope it's not Takeshna taking the damn pin. Sammy Honestly, take the pin. Yeah, I, I, think, I think this group should win. Should be winning for a little while. Um, so, you know, they, they got it because... Takesha, Sammy Guevara are, you know, they're they're people that, you know, AEW is trying to build, right? So they shouldn't be losing. They they wouldn't put put them with Don Callis if they're going to just beat them. You know what I mean? No, no, yeah. Takeshina should be protected. Uh, Like I said, if if there's, look, if Don Callis's team loses, um, uh, loses, the person who should be taking the damn pin is Sammy. But yeah. like no no, yeah. but should not be losing right now at all. No 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 so. no. Yes. Okay, I so I would so definitely say, for, at least in this case, uh, the Don Callis family should win. Yeah. Okay, moving on to the match that we're all very excited to see: <laughs> Adam Cole, MGF versus the Righteous for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Titles. Adam Cole and MGF. Yeah, it's I hate having. I There's hate nothing else to say. I hate having them with those titles, but. What, well, I mean, then again, if they if they lose to the righteous, it will be like two obscure titles on two obscure guys. So, I mean, uh. I mean, Adam Cole, Adam Cole, and MJF should obviously win this. Then you can do the 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 kingdom match, and if if they're gonna drop the belts, if they're gonna drop the belts, it should be to the kingdom. Them. Exactly. Yeah, it should because, be to the kingdom. Yeah, it, you. I think the the whole plan here is to get over the Ring of Honor belts. So, yeah. yeah. Is it Morehouse Wrestling Swerve Strickland? Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. Um, Up next, we have FTR versus Aussie Open for the AEW tag team titles. What do you think? Uh, I mean, yeah, I I, I, I love seeing FTR wrestle anybody, but uh, yeah, no, no, that should be good. That should be good. I think obviously FTR, it's for the AEW tag titles, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They shouldn't be losing to them. No. Yeah, no, I'm so glad not. they're actually they're facing a formidable team on paper. Yeah. Um, they're reprising their match from uh, New Japan that I still have to see. Um, and honestly, I don't know if you saw. Did you see Collision on Saturday? No. Okay. No. So FTR wrestled a bunch of guys, but after they did a they had a little you know promo segment interview with Aussie Open. Aussie Open was in suits, right? So they came out and they were basically saying, yeah, I know we we haven't been living up to our hype, but, you know, this Sunday, we're essentially going to bring it to FTR. And FTR is like, you better, you better, you better bring it like or don't show up. I was like, OK, sold. You got my money. These guys, they're going to kill each other. It's I FTR. Thought this was great. Yeah. And Aussie Open was like, Wow. Like, okay, I really got to pay attention to these guys now. That's what they said. That's what they did. This was awesome. Awesome. And it was so simple, too. So simple. I'm excited. 
Okay, the match you just brought up, Adam Page, Swerve Strickland. This should be tremendous. Did you see, uh, it was a couple of weeks ago, Swerve and Page on Dynamite, they had a little spat. No, I know, uh, all I know is that Swerve cut ass on Page. Yeah, and it was great. It was it was really good, and um, yes, yeah, we're basically saying he's like, listen, if I had what you had, I'd be the first Black AEW World Champion right now. Hell yeah! Whoa, he basically Hell- saying like, you know, Adam, you were over here, now you're down here. Um, it was good, and I hope it lights a fire under Mister Page. And uh, look, they'll could have you imagine like, yeah. like, like, could you like, could you imagine if Swerve Strickland? got the chances that Adam Page had got instead of being put in a tag team with Keith Lee that no one cared about? Like, could yeah. you, like, uh, yeah. I, I, I Swerve Strickland had, listen, when we saw the live Rampage, during, it was like a six-man with the Elite versus uh, Brian Cage and some other guys. Yeah. The loudest reaction of that match was Swerve Strickland. All he fucking did was walk out with a cool-looking-ass coat and everybody was, was oh yeah! Everyone was flipping out. He wasn't even yeah. in the match, and he had, he had the biggest reaction. Yeah, Swerve Strickland um, has something. He's I, got I, I, like he's got charisma. He's an amazing athlete. There's there's no reason, and he's from Seattle. Yeah, you know, there's no reason not to have him on this show. And you know, Adam, you know, you're gonna have a great match with him, and you know, he's he's a named guy, so this will be good. This will be really good. You know what I mean? Like and this is a one on one match, so Swerve is not hiding behind. They they don't have Swerve hidden in some stupid stable. No, exactly. It, it's just no. him and him being himself. Let him be him because he's great. He yep. I love Swerve Strickland and Adam. Yeah, Adam Page. Yeah, he's a good wrestler too. And like, he's uh yeah, he's what he's been having a great run on pay per view recently. Like the match he had with Moxley at Revolution. Oh man, outstanding. Oh man, this match. Whew. Probably the main event. Should be. Brian Danielson. Zach Saber Jr. Who do you got? This is a this is an interesting one. I have been looking forward to this match for a long time. For a very yep. long time. Like, I can't believe this didn't happen at Forbidden Door. Wait, was uh, Danielson injured during the last Forbidden Door? Yes, the one before the one he had with Okada. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt at Double or Nothing 2022. So he couldn't wrestle at Forbidden Door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Freaking, I thought, you see, like, for we were talking about Forbidden Door when that happened. I, I even, I, I think I was saying that night, Danielson should have faced Zack Sabre Jr. And, like, Okada could have fought MJF. But, like, you know, I'm glad we got Okada and Danielson, but... I really am happy Danielson's finally wrestling Zack Sabre Jr. This is good. Because, like, you have the best technical wrestler of all time of of, of this generation versus one of the best technical wrestlers. Of, one who's, like, probably right under him. Yeah, yeah. If there's right, anyone who's, like, right beneath yeah. Danielson, it's definitely Zack Sabre Jr. easily. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. This should yeah. just be outstanding. Because <laughs> this Brian Danielson, especially the run he's been having in AEW recently, like, the last two, couple matches he had with... Ricky Starks were just out of this world. And now Brian Danielson is in his true element. Just it's just a straight up wrestling match. You know, like he could you put weapons in front of him, he's gonna give you one of the best weapons matches you've ever seen. 
You put him in a uh, Texas death match, you, he's going to give you one of the best ones you've ever seen. You put him in just a straight-up wrestling match, he's going hole for hole with Mr. Zack, forget about it. Forget about see, it. And you see, Danielson can flip yeah. over someone's head and get over. Yeah. Who do you think wins? Danielson. I would Danielson. say so, too. Even Danielson. though Zack Sabre Jr. has a match with Ospreay after this, um, and he is kind of like, you know, the special attraction. But Danielson, you know, he did that promo. He's saying, you know, I'm going to slow down after this year because my daughter, you know, when she turns, what, nine or ten, he's going to slow down. So I'd say he's going to be unbeaten for a while, maybe win the AEW World t- title um, in the foreseeable future. Well, we'll see. But I would definitely say, yeah, Brian Danielson should win. Easily. Yep, easily. Um, you excited for this show? I mean, I haven't been watching a lot of the buildup for it, um, but uh, no, I mean, it, it, there's a lot of good matches on this card. So, like, when is it again? When is the show? Sunday, October 1st. This Sunday? Yeah. I am working this Sunday, but I'll definitely watch it the day after, if anything. Okay. Yeah, because we're going to talk about it at the same time as Fastlane. So, you'll have time to watch a little bit of it before. Yeah. yeah. So, it, it, it's all good. Um, we'll wrap things up. We talked a lot about a lot of stuff, just like we did the, our previous episode. So uh, give us a follow on the socials. The links are in the description. I'm Peter A. I'm Smiley Ariaga. Later days.